Welcome to the Working Hands Podcast, live from Maker Camp. Chad from Chad's Custom Creations. And? I'm Keith at Blackthorn Concepts. Antonio of Woodland Iron. This is, a, this is the first time we're recording together. Yeah. In one room. I can't believe you let me in the room, honestly. I, I, I don't want you here. Yeah. yeah. So we, this will be a quick episode to get him out of my room. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what do you think of the camp so far? I've been having a blast. I think it's... Uh, it feels as much as we were worried about it not feeling like the first year. I think it feels a lot like uh, a lot, a lot like the first year. Yeah, a lot more people this year, but it's it's spread out differently. Like the layout, the tents are different, so thins the herd a bit. I would agree. I think there is more people, but it doesn't seem crowded. There's also anymore. more to do. There's yes, more there activities, is. more. But I haven't seen you guys much. What did you get into, Jeff? Uh, all over the place. But the last thing I was in was the sawmill tent over there with <laughs> Ronders. And man, he's a cool guy. It's the first time I actually talked to him. But he, he broke it down. He brought me behind the table. He said, hey, come check out the gear that I'm using. And I told him my situation. I said, hey, I've got 16 trees down in my property right now. Did you now. introduce yourself as Chad first? No. Oh. That's why you let me in, huh? No, yeah, I just said, hey, much. I have a situation here. I literally paid him off to not help you. <laughs> I think you need to get your money back because I did work for him for two hours, right? Pretty much two hours worth of work, really, to pay him off to not help you. Well, I have a bet that you're not going to do this stuff. Oh, I'm going to do it, especially with the tips that he gave me. So uh, he said, yeah. I, he, he and Rounders have to have a conversation. <laughs> I think you need to. He said that I have the good rig. He said I have the the, the brand that he's working with, which is uh, search for the G Granberg. Yeah, Granberg. Yeah, Granberg. Um, he, he says, yeah, he recommends the one that I have. He says, maybe go ahead and get the attachment for the, the winch that you can use. Right, um, right. But he does an interesting technique, which the company is actually not happy with him because they're, he's not using their, all their tools instead so of going to throw it out there. Yeah. I'm going to let everyone know that okay. the trick is instead of, uh, latching the winch into the end of the log, he has a separate log, uh, yeah, saw parallel to it. And he just takes an ax. And chops it into the opposite log, and then mm-hmm. his winch rope goes into that rather yeah, than using the attachment that Granberg sells. So I'm going to use that technique for sure. And he also showed me the sharpening jig that he uses, which looks like um, it works pretty well. Um, I know I talked about taking my chainsaw blades to the local chainsaw sharpening place. But the last time I went, they, I think, overheated the, the tips because they were all blue. Bring them back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. So, if you see temper colors mm-hmm. on that, they've... Yeah, that's too much heat. So they messed it up. So I imagine those are probably going to go dull pretty quick. Um, yeah, so. if you saw blue, that's that's soft again. Like yeah. That's not going to... You'd have to you'd have to hand file through that before you get back to good steel. It sounds to me like you should not go there again. Yeah, that's, so that's my disclaimer because I know I talked him up last anyway, time. Let, let's get back to my... Oh, okay, yeah. But Ronders is a cool dude, and that was the last place I was, and I'm set. I'm ready to go. Tony? I've been hanging around the uh, the blacksmith tent, of course, watching the boys go. Uh, Coal Ironworks has got uh, a 16-ton, a 25-ton, and there there is a 12-ton there as well. And uh, they've got the, the 16 and the 25 are set up with the CNC, so that's it's kind of cool to see them going with a press and then just stepping on a foot pedal and then it drops down, hits the height, and then back up it goes. It's... it's a sweet setup. You don't uh, wind up getting one, are you? Oh, I, I, the 16 ton really, the footprint just works. I, I can see that footprint like sitting in my shop. 
And and it and you can run it on one ten. I don't have to go to two twenty to run. Oh really? I thought you had to go. I thought so too, but I I well I could be wrong. But from what I remember reading of some literature that they had there, it was there was a possibility to run one ten on the sixteen. We should go back out later and talk to them. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have another look because so, uh, as we record, it's what day is it? Saturday. 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 Yeah. So Saturday. So there's still another two days left at the camp. We've been here a day and a half. Yeah. So. Uh, Joni, I want to go back to what you were just talking about with the press. I cannot believe I'm hearing Tony is excited <laughs> about CNC. I guess Coal Ironworks has worked their way into Tony's heart there. It's digital, pretty exciting. Digital fab in the blacksmith. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 pretty simple. It's one axis. It stops at a depth. It's not, you know, doing X and Y. And I mean, it sounds like the machine's doing all the work for you. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say that. Shots fired. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I tried to get past that one. <laughs> no. So, no, it'll it'll be interesting. And also in that same tent was, uh, there's Bob Menard and uh, Brett McAfee and a bunch that are doing a, uh, um, a beginner to blacksmithing thing they've got a bunch of uh, coal forges set up and they've been uh they've been gracious enough to bring everybody in and they're giving everybody a chance to to play i've been reluctant on going in until like like see a, a lot of people go through because i have a forge at home but there's a few things that i'm going to try a forge weld here at some point tonight or tomorrow i haven't done one successfully at home so i'm going to try it here and hopefully that'll here's the best place to try something new and learn yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be it'll be interesting to try it, and then because uh, I've got teachers around me that are gonna that have done it before, so it's easy. It'll 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 help me out a lot. So, how about you, Keith? Oh, I don't <laughs> I've been stuck at the Maker Cam Maker Swap. That's where it feels like I spend most of my time. But um, you know, collecting all the entries is a lot. How are the entries looking, Keith? Unreal. I feel uh, I feel like I brought something undervalued. <laughs> pretty wild i think uh, a lot of people have that same feeling after seeing all the different traits and it, skills it, out there it's amazing yeah but you know it's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting tomorrow when we get the rest of them but i think we're well on our way to being well over 100 that's incredible so i didn't count today yesterday we ended at around and yesterday was light here we ended up 37 38 entries um today there was at least probably double that if not more Oh, wow. Uh, I know you were over there for quite a while, so... Yeah, I was supposed to be over there for an hour. I was there for four hours. So, tomorrow... I mean, the deadline's tomorrow, so I may get over a little early to give people time. Jump on the bullhorn, tell people you're running out of time. But uh, one thing I did go to is... What is that? The Broadback? The Broadback tent? tent? Yeah. Yeah. And I know I said before, I, I would never use a 2x72 or have a use one. For one, and but what I did the, as soon as we got here, I went up there and I made a knife just to make Chad mad because Chad was on the road. No, you sharpened it. You shaped hey, the knife. Hey, I asked the guys. You didn't make. I asked the guys. <laughs> uh, not me. I'll, I'll get. I'll I, get I asked the third party. I asked the broadback guy. I asked one of the blacksmiths here. I don't know his name. I said, listen, if I took one of these knives and I I went over to that two by seventy two and it didn't have a blade on it and I put a blade on it. Is that making a knife? And they all said yes. All of them. So, I have made a knife. Chad, have you made a knife? I have not, but actually, you added an edge to that piece of metal. You didn't add a blade to a knife. You added an edge. But there was no blade. 
<laughs> the blade is the the piece as a whole. Well, actually, well, is actually, it? <laughs> yes, the, right. The edge is the sharp part. Yes, it's the, nice the edge, edge is the edge is the sharp. Part. The blade is the, the, the and just just for some play by play for everybody. They're about to punch each other. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> you said if I put a blade on this piece of metal, would it be a knife? When I got it, it was just a cutout. It wasn't a blade, right? It was just a... Because it didn't like have an edge. It's a it blank. wasn't a square, but it was a blank, right? Yeah. There was no blade on it, but now it has a blade on it. I put a blade on it. Mm. Goodbye, every bun. <laughs> <laughs> every bun. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the 2 by 72 I, I had never used one before. That thing is... Uh, yeah, Pretty they wild. make they make a nice grinder. It's it's really nice. I is that like the Cadillac and the? It's one of the it? best ones. I mean, there a lot, there's a lot of good ones out there. I I still like the one I got, but for like customs reasons and stuff, it was easier to buy out of Canada. So that's why I bought the one I did. But I am seriously thinking on they've got that uh, deep platen, the Mareco platen that they have. It comes with a couple extra wheels on it that I don't have. It, uh, the platen is much more adjustable. You can, um, it's just thumb screws to take a flat platen out and then you can slack belt inside that deep platen. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of, a lot of versatility in that, in that one piece of equipment. Cause then you can also, same idea as a thumb screw, you just, and then you can tilt and the bottom roller was a four inch contact wheel and the top roller was a two inch contact wheel. Right. So then that way you could make, um, you can do hollow grinds and things, things of that nature with, with those wheels. Because huh. the current one I have, it's great. It's just much simpler and it has a two inch and a two inch wheel on the top and bottom. Right. And they're hard wheels. They're not like rubber co- coated contact wheels. They're like a hard aluminum or steel or whatever they are. So they, they would wear differently if you started grinding on them. The, the contact wheels have so a little bit of cushion. So those are the rubber-like tire-looking wheels is the ones you were using here. Yeah. Or that they have here. That okay. they have here. And and I think, I, I didn't price it, but I think getting into their line of stuff, because they are um, doing Modular. doing so much with it, yeah. They I think I think it'd be good to maybe buy into their stuff. But it's very modular. They have all the different attachments and Yeah. The guy's like, Oh, you could change it in about thirty seconds or less and it's not really thirty seconds or less, but it, it's definitely under a minute. Yeah, I think maybe I think, a minute. I think was, if you had everything set up in your shop, I mean, knowing me, I'll have you have platins over here and other things <laughs> over there and it'll 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 it won't be that quick of a change, but it definitely is much simpler than you would think like just to put like a a small wheel attachment and stuff like that on it it's it's not well it i didn't changed one that. just to see how long it would take without a belt on it and obviously just changing the the what would you call it attachment yeah an attachment just the attachment. just changing that is 30 seconds so i yeah. could see it i could see it yeah no it's it's much it's much it's much nicer because and also cuts down on storage space so a lot of people talk about taking in each arm would be so one arm is a is a your small wheel and then you got another one with the flat platen on it you got another one with a contact wheel on it and it, it just the way they have it set up is you have that Mareco platen or at least and I think maybe they did it with the the, the straight the, their normal platen but at least with the Mareco one that I was looking at you could take the platen off and then run the belt inside of the 
the top, the two inch wheel and the four inch wheel and then run it over a small wheel attachment. And it, it just made it quick because it was just two thumb screws and then you'd, you'd have to judge or adjust the depth or the, uh, the length of your tool arm to give you the right tension. Right. It, it's, it's quick. It's quick. And, and then I guess what I was getting at too was the storage is much less. You're only atta- you're only having that small piece of the attachment that goes on those that attaches on those thumb screws instead of you the know the, the three arms that I, I spoke of earlier. Like those arms would be you know each arm is I mean for the guy I got my stuff from each arm's eighty bucks. Oh, so they're not it's it's two by two, yeah, solid aluminum. So it's you know it's not cheap. Right. There's so. a lot else out there though. A lot of different tents. Yeah. The CNC tent, the welding tent for Lincoln, the Grandberg Corral. <laughs> Boys got some uh, pen, uh, pen turner, and then they've got... Uh, have, have either of you guys gone down to the timber framing? Yeah, I keep walking by it every time I go down to my tent. It's up. I, I, I was down there yesterday, but I haven't seen... It's up already? You, most of it. I think they're still putting kind of like the roof structure together, but yeah, all the main okay. holes are up. I, was I have so... So where is it? Is when you first drive in? It's across the street from the restaurant, uh, the bar. From the bar, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's across the street. Okay. Over by the Peacock. Yeah, I haven't. I have. I made it to the to the uh, lunch lunch shack or whatever, and that's about it. I haven't made it. I haven't made it out to see that timber frame. I'm curious to see it as well. I haven't made it down there yet. I was down there last night, but you know it was getting dark. They weren't doing nothing. Um, I gotta. Down, check it out. There's quite a few guys down there working on it. Yeah, there's about 15 people at all times working on it. Yeah, people are coming and going, but yeah. And I think Justin Diedrich is the one that's heading all that up. Yeah, he was. I knew I knew that name. Um, yeah, he's been a big part of it. So, yeah, I was down there this morning when they were setting up to do it. Yeah, but it looks cool. I get food and then I forget what I was if I was headed that way and then just go back, go back to my room. (laughs) So, yeah, I think later I'm gonna go out. Uh, I brought some tools with me, but uh, I brought our sponsor Sabretooth tools. I'm going to go out and do some carving. I'm going to carve a bowl, I think. So that'll did be you, fun. Did you bring some material for that as well? Yeah, I brought uh, like a like a spalted maple log. Ooh. So, uh, it's kind of like a cookie, but it's it's like five inches thick. Not really a cookie. So I've had it for years, so now I'm going to carve it into a bowl maybe out here. Uh, I was talking to some people. They want to see how it all works. I'm gonna show it off. You can make a dog bowl for Winston. Uh, for Watson, maybe. <laughs> Not for Winston. Yeah, so, so my wife brought our dog Winston, and uh, he's been the star of the campground. He walks around with a, a little bandana that says the Working Hands Podcast, and my yeah. wife has been introduced to hundreds of people at this point thanks to Winston. So, yeah. if there's any new listeners thanks to Winston, uh, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Winston. Yeah, he's a good dog. Um, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. What are you gonna like? What are you looking forward to later? I want to finish my nail. Uh, last night, uh, right before they shut down the forges, I was like, Tony, I need you to teach me how to I make don't something. Get that because I heard people were forging until like three in the morning. What the? I don't know. The instructor yeah. kicked me out. So here, this is the reason why they're short. They're not short, but they don't want to run out of solid fuel. So it's the coal forges they shut down. The gas forges they kept going. Uh, so that was the so the gas forge area on Friday night was coal iron and then um, I wish I could remember the kid's name the knife maker on the end there I can't remember oh I forget his name is it Cedric 
I apologize for not remembering his name. He's absolutely skilled. He's making a, a bar of Damascus. I was talking to him about it, but I cannot remember. The, Is it Slavic the, Smith? No, no. They're doing a... Uh, they're doing smelting. A, a smelting demonstration. Oh. oh, wow. They're doing it up by the Broadbeck, uh, Broadbeck tent. Very cool. You'll see there's a chimney over there that they're, they've got a little, blow, uh, actually a shop vac blowing air into it to, uh, to give them uh, what they want or give them as their forced air into it. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to getting back in there and finishing my... Right now, I just have three-eighths inch rod, I believe. Is that about Half right? inch. Half inch rod, and it has a pointy end to it. So Slightly pointy. <laughs> I think I did about 15 heats, and uh, it should have been done in about three. Well, entirely. hopefully it looks better than my knife from 19, or my nail from 19. Um, so far, I'm not so good, but we'll see. I'm only halfway <sighs> into it. I haven't done any blacksmithing Um but there's a couple of people I want to go out and uh, photograph blacksmithing this week. Uh, you guys and uh, some other friends of ours. Can you make me look cool? Uh, that's gonna be uh, that's that's gonna that's a tough. tall that's a tall <laughs> tall order a very tall order. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, but yeah, I'll try. I'll try my best. No, I appreciate it. But, um, yeah. Oh, and the three of us collectively got some pictures over there at um, Mark Adams photographer. Super yeah. cool guy. Uh, yeah. Chad cheesed it up. That was fun. Yeah, uh, those oh. pictures are going online right now. Not, not, not on the Working Hands podcast. On all the podcasts, <laughs> and I'm tagging everybody. You can put that on your personal. Mm, nope. Yeah. Good luck on tagging yourself. You don't know how to do that. <laughs> I don't know how to do any. But yeah, it's been fun. Um, it's been fun. We ran into. Um, Veteran Woodco, Mike over at Veteran Woodco, and he launched, uh, this past week, he launched a maker community project with a ton of other skilled makers. I can't begin to name them all now, but if you don't know about that, he's up here promoting it this weekend. You should check it out. It's um, the makercommunityproject.org or Instagram. I believe it's the Maker Community Project. You can find it. Uh, I've posted about it. We will tag it in tomorrow's post on Instagram. Um, check it out. They're doing some awesome work. They're giving back to disabled makers. Uh, so they're taking donations and such. And they're doing... Right now they're running a promotional thing to get the... the is it like a charity, I guess? Is that well, what so you'd say? He, the foundation. They're trying to get the foundation going and started. So right now they're doing a... Um, Giveaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're giving me a Stepcraft M1000, which is a pretty nice machine. I, I have seen the actual one you're going to win in person at Bitter on Woodco's place last week, and it's nice. Um, so if you go, you give a donation, then the money goes towards outfitting makers in need, whether they are disabled makers who need better equipment than they have or they don't have the right equipment, or helping out makers in need if something were to happen. So it's a pretty... You guys had more. I mean, you guys talked about oh, it. Hearing him talk, it's am very, I doing it? Am I doing right. it justice? I think you're, you're hitting asking. all the points, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. I, I think the thing I I got the most from him was it his passion. He was passionate about what what he wants to do with it, and it seems like it's something that uh, be very worthwhile. Yeah, he had given me a sneak peek at the website and everything when I was at his shop last week, and and uh, it, he he went on for probably. He went on for a while. He's very passionate about it. And then today he called up with you guys and 
Yeah, that was a 20-minute talk, at least, with all the stuff going on. Yeah, he was... They're they're trying to do it well and trying to do it right from the get-go. So he's got a lot of time and effort into it. He's been working on it for quite some time. And there's plenty of other people. I'm not saying it's just him. There's a whole whole collective of makers that are involved, so you probably heard about it through one of them, but... Yeah, but if they're half as passionate as he was talking to us today, uh, it's... It's going somewhere. Yeah, they have a collective 2.5 million followers, he said. So he's got some serious makers in there. Yeah. yeah. And if there's anything that our podcast can do to help support that, that's something I'm sure all three of us would agree on helping with. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I have, uh, I've donated already, but I had the, the heads up on it. Um, but you should check it out. If you have the means, try and donate to them. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so I guess we'll start to finish up. Um, so if you want to follow us on Patreon, this is not my part usually, it's usually Keith's part. So. <laughs> What's that, Patreon? Yeah. I don't do Patreon. Oh, I always say the patrons. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll help I, you. I'll I am screwing you. it up now. You you get the list and I'll go ahead and thank our patrons. Um, yeah. At this time, we just want to thank all of our patrons who have continued to support us throughout this podcast. A lot of you joined in at the very beginning and it's been really great to see some of our patrons here at the Makers Camp. It's been good hanging out with you, getting to see you guys again, and just getting to know each and every one of you. And if any of you would like to help support this podcast and join in on that, you get some benefits. And one of them being the after show, which is I've heard the after show is even more enjoyable than the actual <laughs> show. So it's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> that along with the uh, pricing guide, I know a lot of people have been getting a lot of benefit out of the pricing. Yeah, we got a lot of positive feedback on the pricing guide. So I want to thank my wife for that. If she's listening, um, she put it together for us, so it's pretty good. But one of the other benefits to Patreon is you get your name shouted out each week by Tony. Um, we were not prepared, so he doesn't have his list, but I will start. <laughs> no, I have it here. You. you don't have it. Yep, so we have a new patron this week, uh, Jason Sullivan of, uh, was it J. Sullivan Woodworking? J.M. J. Sullivan Woodworking. Yeah. There's a couple underscores in there, but we'll tag him in this week's post. Yeah, so thank him for his uh, patronage. And we have... Two new ones. Two new ones. Who's our other? Chris at Full Steam Designs. Well, that's right. Oh, right. Yeah, we talked about him Holy last cow. week. He didn't yes. even hear the podcast, but yet he had subscribed on Patreon. Oh, uh, yes. Yes, so he's here. And also we have Lillian Archer Photography and Dave Beckwith Makes. Those are our patrons. Our top supporters. Top supporters. Yeah, if, top you, supporters. if you want your name read out every week, you just got to go up to the next tier. Yeah, and to be clear, Chris is also part of the top tier. Oh, yes. Okay. I understand what happened there. That's my bad, guys. <laughs> No. Sorry, Chris. Um, but yeah, uh, if you don't want to support us on Patreon, we're okay with that. Uh, but please reach out to us. Follow us on our, our social medias. You can find Chad at Chad's Custom Creations on IG, YouTube, all of them. You can find Tony at Woodland Iron on Instagram. You can find myself at Blackthorn Concepts. You can find the collective three of us either at Gmail at WorkingHandsPodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at WorkingHandsPodcast podcast with that i'm gonna go back to camp guys yeah we gotta go have some fun let's do it